Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Back to the program. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is Live Mike. You know I am kind of like a nerd. Uh, specifically when it comes to politics, I find myself rooting around in uh, polling data and I look back in history to see trends and see what I can learn and glean uh, about the future when it comes to what happened in the past. I, it's, I, I get, you know how like cool kids are into sports? Well, I'm into politics. Uh, and that's pretty much my uh, story. I do like sport. You know, I've been following the XFL. I like that stuff. And we got some Utahns in there doing pretty well. Uh, XFL, there's, uh, see, I'm cool too. I stumbled into an article just yesterday and became infatuated by the information presented within. Uh, author of that article joins me in studio right now, Erica Evans. Uh, let me first say thank you for joining me in studio today. And let me heap a little bit of praise upon you. Uh, this is some of the uh, sharpest political reporting I have seen uh, in, in a good long time. I've shared it on my Facebook page right now, Lee uh, Lonsberry there on Facebook. Check that out. Uh, but it is uh, thoughtful and thorough. It does a wonderful job of looking back. Back at the attitude held by Utahns regarding the president the last time uh, we were given the opportunity to vote uh, for Donald Trump and uh, where things have gone over the past number of years and what the attitudes now may be. Uh, so I'm grateful to you for your work and I'm grateful to you for joining us here in studio today. Wow, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here and to talk about this because what's happening in Utah is really interesting to me. It uh, You wonder sometimes, are we uh, like a snapshot of what's happening across the country? Uh, that is the case in many states, but here in Utah, absolutely not. We are a unique beast. Uh, we have a, a peculiar electorate, and we do interesting things at the ballot box. Your article, the headline reads, From Almost Purple Back to Red Has Utah Warmed? To Donald Trump. Let me ask you that same question. Has Utah warmed Donald Trump? Well, ahead of the 2016 election, you know, what was happening in Utah was really different. Utah was getting all this national attention. We had Senator Mike Lee asking Trump to set down as, step down as the Republican nominee. You had a number of other Utah politicians speaking out against the president's character or the he was a nominee at the time. We learned most recently, uh, Congressman Chris Stewart, when addressing students up at the Hinckley Institute of Politics, uh, a comment which may have lost him a pretty important uh, posting, uh, referred to the president as not only being uh, a poor representative of Republican ideals, but also compared him to our own Mussolini. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, we were having all kinds of those 
statements back at the time. And and then we had Evan McMullen, a BYU grad who entered the race just months before the election. And all this, you know, threw the state into a frenzy. And people were actually speculating that Utah, which is red through and through, has been for decades, could go another way. And we're just not hearing that anymore. We're not seeing that kind of chatter. And I think it's because Trump has won over a significant number of those Utah conservatives who were unsure about him three and a half years ago. Do you think that that has to do specifically with what Trump has done, uh, maybe the policies enacted or uh, how he has you know, <laughs> helped us interact with the nations abroad. Uh, do you think that that has more to do with Trump's accomplishments or the absence of a player like Evan McMullen? Well, I think it's definitely both. Yeah, you know, for certain, we don't have an Evan McMullen yet here, and it's not likely that we will this year. Um, but I think that conservatives in Utah have also been happy with what they've seen the president done. Um, They're happy with how the economy is looking. They like that he's appointed conservative judges and that he's been championing championing conservative causes, um, you know, cutting federal regulations, cutting taxes. Um, But more than that, I think that he's really sort of changed what it means to be a Republican. And he's won over that Republican establishment where as in 2016, he was seen as this sort of crazy, wild outsider. People weren't certain how he would behave once in office. Um, since he's sort of done the bidding of the Republican establishment, he's gained a lot of trust. Have we come to view his behavior and his approach as the new normal and therefore not so abrasive? Or have we come uh, become accustomed to uh, holding our nose, essentially, and taking the good and ignoring the bad? Well, maybe that's true. I, I think there are a lot of conservatives, especially in Utah, who are still kind of put off by his personality, by the tweets, you know, by some of his profanity. Um, but when it comes to election time, I think what, you know, political experts say is that uh, people tend to come home to their party. So Utahns will come home to the Republican Party. The the electorate here in the state of Utah is made up in large part by members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. They are a, uh, a humble folks. Uh, they, they are polite and reverent. Uh, and Donald Trump is absolutely not. Uh, but we're seeing now that support for the president is here in the state of Utah, uh, what, 52, 53 percent, some of the highest support uh, that he has seen uh, really in this state ever. Uh, how is that reconciliation able to happen? Uh, that's a really good question. Yeah, we have seen, you know, in 2016, he got 45% of the vote. Uh, at a low point, he had 43% approval rating here in December of 2017. And now, like you said, it's up in the 55, 53% range, um, which is interesting because, you know, this has happened at the time when he just went through an impeachment trial. And things like that, I think, have actually increased uh, people's support for him. The tipping point here in Utah, when he went from, what, 49, 50, 51, that, according to the polling numbers, polling numbers uh, looking at the support enjoyed by the president here in the state of Utah, that came in the like the heat of the impeachment proceeding. Yeah, that's really interesting to me. Um, I talked to Chris Cannon, who's a former Utah representative who worked um on the Bill Clinton impeachment trial. Uh, historically occupying a fascinating role. He was one of the House managers who tried the case against the, uh, the President Clinton. Uh, absolutely fascinating character in Chris Cannon. Right, and I think he sort of speaks for a lot of Utahns who saw that as a very partisan process and seeing 
the president go through that, actually increase their support for him rather than raising doubts about, um, you know, his character. Yeah. Uh, well, what does this what does this mean? Do you do, do the trends indicate that our support that uh, Utah's support for the president will increase or do you think we've leveled off? And also, let me ask you, how does the support uh, of President Trump held by Utah's compare to the rest of the nation? Yeah. Uh, so compared to the rest of the nation, other states that are traditionally red, it's still a little bit lower here. And especially among Latter-day Saint women in particular, um, there's a gender gap. And women in particular tend to be uh, more sensitive to, uh, you know, some of Trump's character flaws or the derogatory comments or remarks or actions he's made towards women. Um, and so here in Utah, I mean, it's pretty certain he'll win the state in sure. 2020. I think that's an absolutely foregone conclusion. Sort of inconceivable that someone who uh, chose McMullen over Clinton would, you know, go for Bernie Sanders, maybe, you know, if that's going to be our Democratic nominee. Um, but uh, we might not see the same, you know, rates as other states. Sure. There is some hesitancy here still. Erica Evans, uh, Deseret News Report. I'm very grateful to you for your work here. Uh, you've put together just a, a fascinating article. It just looks at the numbers and it looks at the trends here in Utah, uh, starting with the support for the president in 2016 and how that has grown over the past number of years, uh, turning into a majority support here in the state of Utah. I've shared that uh, on my Facebook page. I'd invite any of you to please go check this out. Again, Erica Evans, a reporter with the Deseret News. Grateful to you for your time. Uh, especially grateful to you for your work on this piece here. Thanks so much. Good talking to you. Likewise. Uh, we're going to continue into the next segment, our uh, coverage of the lead up to Super Tuesday. Uh, we're going to look at it from one of these interesting angles. I recently had the opportunity to speak to Republican candidate Bill Weld, former governor of the state of Massachusetts. Now, uh, he doesn't have a shot, right? Donald Trump is going to win the Republican nomination. Uh, but there are those who are challenging him from within his own party. There is a good, respectful, noble way to do that, and then there is a frantic, self-promoting way. I'm going to compare and contrast two uh, examples next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.